0: Welcome to the Fit Rhyme Project, and today's episode, we're talking homeschooling. You may be thinking, what's this got to do with health and well-being? At this moment in time, it's got everything to do with it. As at this moment in time, you may or may not be aware that we've got a pandemic on our hands with this COVID-19, the coronavirus, that's sweeping across the world and Everyone is being quarantined and we are stuck indoors in our homes. Children are not allowed at school. We cannot go out to work. So today we're talking to an amazing lady that has been homeschooling her children since day one. She runs her own business and she's the author of the book The Unschooled Life. So all that leaves me to do is just welcome you to Lizzie Gamble. Hey.
1: So, guys! Oh my gosh! Welcome this evening to a very special Facebook Live, and uh, with our very good friend Lizzie. Hello. So you might have seen Lizzie with us before, um, with her other business, which is um, Hypno Tattoo, which is amazing. Wow. I have my own Hypno Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this evening, Lizzie has joined us um, because we have the whole world was turned on Crazy. its head right yeah Over yeah the last couple of weeks and a lot of our guys have um, parents because a lot of our guys have kids they're parents and it's a really uncertain time not just for kids but for parents at the moment because you're now at home you're working from home and you are you know expected to like look after these little people um and and, and teach them and 24-7 24-7 seven, <laughs> Lockdown <laughs> <laughs> And Lizzie um, has been doing this for a while And I'll get her to introduce herself in a moment And we just thought What a brilliant person to come on and talk to you guys Somebody who's doing it Who's doing the do as we say Who's written her own book on it And advises <laughs> other people on it So who best to join us
2: So I'm going to literally hand you over Welcome Lizzie Hello, thank you. Good evening. Thanks for having me on your forum. I'm really excited to be here talking to new people about this.
1: I know it's totally cool.
2: (laughs) So, shall I give you like a little bit of background about uh, my home education adventure? Yeah, and why why should we even listen to you, you John? Yeah, well, I mean, what's (laughs) happening now? I mean, apart from being locked down, I actually choose this as my life. May seem extremely crazy to some people who this has been put upon, you know, in their life. But um, I am a home educator, um, and specifically, I call myself an unschooler, which is a type of home education where the, the basically, in a nutshell, unschooling is not following a curriculum. So we, we as a family, chose five years ago to take our eldest son Rufus, who was six at the time out of mainstream school because we just felt it wasn't working for us as a family um there wasn't anything like bullying or anything like that going on he, it just didn't fit with us um, and as you both know we jim and i are both quite open-minded we're kind of out the box thinkers we're both artists and the current um system um, just didn't go with what we expected for our children, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so Rufus um, was quite a shy kid at first, but he was just becoming less and less of himself. He didn't want to go in every morning, which many kids obviously you know, say they don't want to go in. But while he was there, he was very, very quiet. But then he'd come home and let rip. He, there was anger, there was resentment, um, and it was very out of character. And we kind of watched and we kind of, you know, the holiday, the weekends would come and we'd get Rufus back, and then uh, the holidays would come and we'd have them for longer, and then when he went back, it, it was just downhill again. And then I started to see him put a mask on, as in I saw him give up and that for me was what broke my heart because I saw my little boy conforming to a system and almost putting on this little fake smile and going in because he'd given up fighting. Mm-hmm. And for me that that was that was the end straw. Plus I did catch him one morning cutting up his school uniform with a big pair of kitchen scissors. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and that that's in my book that's the, um, yeah, my book actually begins when I'm pregnant because it's about how to deal with becoming a parent and and um you know the whole thing is just such a huge undertaking of responsibility um just to be a parent and then um when you actually decide how you're going to educate your child um whether you're going to do school or otherwise is also another big responsibility and i think that's what i want to bring in tonight because people are going to be feeling that all over again yeah and um, because people assume that the state is there to educate their child mm-hmm. and actually um, I can't quote the law definitively but the law in England is it's your responsibility to educate your child whether this be in mainstream school or otherwise that is the actual law and not everyone knows that um, so it is your responsibility anyway. Um, but I think a lot of people are probably feeling immense responsibility on their shoulders all of a sudden again. Yeah. Um, so I can obviously, you know, give tips and practical um, advice on that. But from our family's point of view, we basically chose five years ago to to do to go it alone, to do it ourselves. And my second son, Otis, has never been to school. He's never partook in, in the system apart from nursery, which was very open plan and, and lovely. Um, I'm not a school basher either, I want to put that out there now, Um, I just think the current system doesn't work, that's my own personal opinion for my own family. but I do feel there's a big proportion of um, our nation who's extremely let down by this current system, and that is teachers. Yeah, I believe teachers are creative. They're amazing people who go in to to help children. And I think the current system actually lets them down the most in, in the whole thing. So I just want to put that out there that I'm, I'm you know, I'm getting a little bit activistic, I suppose, with my with my voice. I'm like, if you see my Instagram post this week, I've got really angry because I've heard of how the system is trying to get people to do school at home and that really annoys me because that's not really I don't think what parents should be doing. Um But I just want to say I'm not against teachers. They're phenomenal people. So um, I just want the system changed, really. I I think that a lot of mums and dads have a newfound
1: love and appreciation for teachers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. They're amazing people, yeah. Um, So uh, the book, uh, The Unschooled Life, came out to – I published it in 2018, and it really is the book – that I wished I'd had at the beginning of this because um, I made the decision to take Rufus out and it was really, um, you know, I felt really elated and really free. And then it was like, now what, what do I do now? How do I do this thing? Like, what have I done? And I looked around for books to, to offer sort of not only tips and pointers on what to do and how to do it, but how to cope emotionally. Mm. Um, So in the interim time of me taking my children out, I've trained as a therapist and I work with subconscious communication as you do. And I understand the way the mind works and the emotional um, needs of parents. So my book is really the book that I wish I'd had. And it was written two years ago to help people new to home education. And I never once thought that I would be talking to the whole of the nation. um, You know, it's unprecedented what's happening. It's unbelievable to us all. Um, But my book was written for people just starting out in home ed and how to cope emotionally more than anything. Yeah. Um, So that's my background. That's why I'm here. That's why you've asked me. Um, So I hope I can help everyone.
1: (laughs) I'm sure you can do. I'm sure what you've got to say is really going to help. So I know, I. I mean, I'd like to know, I'd like to ask a couple of questions from... Mm somebody because do you think that we need to have a little bit of a mind shift because you know what do we see school as so i see school as you go there you sit down you sit at your desk and you learn do you know what i mean because that's kind of what we see happens but for you homeschooling because we've got to kind of pivot a little bit you know all of us are having to make changes in our lives you know Home workouts now and rash, you know, like not, you know, toilet roll, not having so many in the house and that kind of stuff. But yeah. like for you, do we need to have a little bit of mind shift in terms of A, what school is and B, what learning is?
2: I think, Laws, this is an absolutely amazing opportunity um, just to put a completely positive spin on it because, yes, I think. I mean, even just to take the toilet roll thing, back to basics, right? It's our basic needs. Now, what I would like people to question, now they've got their children at home and they're not doing the programme, that I call it, of getting up, going to the same place, dropping them off. And it really is a programme, you know, a thing that we just do without questioning. Um, what is it? What is learning? How, yeah. how do we learn? You know, because when we go back to the basic questions like what is learning, Um, It seems so basic, but actually when we sit down and think consciously about it, what is it? Yeah. Um, You know, like, is it something that you have to go to an institution to do because there's a hierarchy and there's educators and and they know how to do it? Or is that just a systematic way of learning? And actually the basis of all learning is a curiosity and that's what I believe it is. And I believe children are because they're fully subconscious until they're 10 years old they are in this present moment of curiosity and creativity much more than we are yeah and so almost who are we as the adults to subscribe how to learn yeah Um, and just now i've come so far it makes no sense to me so i have to backtrack a little bit but it really is it's a it's an opportunity this and that's on precedented levels to think about these basic questions of is that what I want? Is this what my chi- child needs? Are my child's being met in the current system that, by the way, is getting less and less and less creative? Yeah, um, it's becoming more and more academic, and it's become since we were children. I mean, I know we're about similar age. Yeah, um, primary school—it's not how it was. It's not this romantic view of everyone's playing dress up and, you know, getting involved in paints and it's not like that anymore. Exactly. I know there are teachers who would love it to be like that, but the system isn't like that anymore.
0: Mm. Lizzie, would you say the system is designed for the children to pass a test, rather than educate them about how we live our lives and how we can grow as human beings in our life, would you say it's more about getting a tick in a box, right, You've hit that grade, you've passed that test, so to speak.
2: I, I believe it's become so entrenched in, like, dogma and um, it's just... But I think, the, I think the world's like that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, why do we treat, like, as therapists, so many people who sit on that... I'm in my therapist room now. sit on that chair over there and talk to me about how they're depressed. And when I ask them, well, what do you like to do... They don't know because they've not been given, and these are like 20-somethings, 30-somethings, they are not been given the opportunity to find a passion in life. Yeah, They've not been given the time because everything is so systematic and this, this is this subject and this is this subject. I mean, for example, when you're an unschooler, we don't have um, maths, English, geography, history. We do it all together as learning. So I can go on into that more specifically in a minute when we talk about how you know what I do maybe and, and how unschooling works but I think you're right Baz I think it's become about ticking boxes and that's what's letting the teachers down as well because they've got so much paperwork to get on with yeah and And everyone's you know categorized you know there's dyslexia tick there's this tick there's you know adhd tick and i don't really want to get into that specifically tonight but yeah i think our whole mindset is where do we fit and how will this go forward i mean when i say to people who don't know me that i'm a home educator the first question people ask me normally is what about gcses Mm. what what about GCSEs? And I'm like, what yeah. about them? What about them? Yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah. are your children going to do GCSEs? And I, I just answer honestly, I don't know. And people can't deal with that concept at the moment because they, we're all conditioned to believe that to get on in life, you have to pass exams and you have to get grades. Yeah. Well. A bit of background on me personally, I actually went to private school from 4 to 18, and I would consider, yeah, I got a rounded education. Um, I actually had quite a good time in school, and I've got, I can't even remember now, I think I've got seven or eight um, GCSEs, I've got three A-levels, but I've never done a job where I've been asked to prove that, because I'm a creative person, I'm entrepreneurial. I've yeah. never, literally, even in when I used to work in a, a shoe shop while I was training to be a tattoo artist, they didn't ask me because I went in and I would look confident in the interview and they had confidence that I could do the job that I was going for. Yeah. So um, for me myself, I would prefer my children to have a passion and a curiosity and an adventurous spirit than seven GCSEs in subjects they might not actually use
1: yeah yeah
2: and I don't know whether I'm going off topic but I just feel the basic of like the mindset involved now I actually personally believe that GCSEs will be abolished that they will become obsolete in the years ahead yeah um because I can see that the world is, is moving into such a technological age. I mean, look at us, what we're doing now. I That's mean, crazy. You know, there's so much online learning, um, et cetera, that I, I can't see it lasting, to be honest. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, won't it? Yeah, I mean, the fact, the other day, I was, I was before, it was before the lockdown and I was tattooing a lady and she was on her phone because she was getting updates from her school, what was happening. And then she got the text to say, Um, all exams are not uh, being cancelled this year. And we just both sat there like, what? And for me, I was like, they've cancelled GCSEs. They've cancelled GCSEs. Oh my (laughs) God, I'm so excited. (laughs) But she's got a child going through GCSEs. And I said, I'll text him and tell him, please, let him know. Let him know he's off the hook. But she was a little bit like, you know, it was just weird. It's because, because so much of our belief on education is leveraged with exams now yeah but that's just it's for me it's just memorizing facts that's all passing an exam is you don't necessarily even know it you just can memorize it and you're good in an exam i suppose at that
1: age you know that's what you're doing when you go and do a job you learn a skill don't you i suppose
0: yeah yeah have you ever read no algebra what's that about
1: (laughs) so lizzie baz Baz asked this question which i think is really relevant at the moment before we came on and he said lizzie are you mum or are you teacher because so many people are out of work not out of work but as in working from home and they're like well what am i am i mum or am I teacher? What what role do I play? How would you, how would you answer? Yeah,
0: I just want to add, add to that. I think the, the the kids or the children have this um, need to know who you are or what you are or what your role is or what they're doing. And it's so confusing. Yeah. Is this mum or is this teacher? Mm. Can I can I push right. the voice Or does the teacher tell me what to do? It's,
2: it's a really it's a really fair point. And I remember when I first went into home education, this came up for me because it. I mean, it is, it's like when you become a mum, it alters your identity completely because before you're a mum, you're not a mum, and then you become a mum. And when you become a home educator, yes, you're responsible for your children's education, but like I said earlier, you were anyway, you just weren't aware. I am mum. I'm never a teacher. I'm, yeah. I'm just not a teacher. If I'd gone into teaching, then I would be a teacher. But the way I look at myself is I am their guide. I am their friend, yeah. I am here to support them in what they want to learn and what they want to uncover about themselves and the world. Um, and I'm never a teacher. The, the closest I would I would the word I would use closest to teacher is facilitator. Yeah. I'm a facilitator of their life. I'm a facilitator of their learning, of their choices, um, and I'm there to support them mainly. Yeah. that's yeah. that's it. I'm, I'm never, ever a teacher.
0: So you've never given them detention?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lines
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> on
2: the blackboard? <laughs> No, I don't have a blackboard. I don't, to be fair, I have a whiteboard, but I never use it for home ed. It's just when I go out and do my talks. So, and if we have whiteboards, what we tend to, we've all got little whiteboards and we have like drawing competitions and things like that on them or hangman, you know, it's not seen as, there's no hierarchy. And um, I think that's possibly one of the most basic things to get your head around because if you're pretending to be something you're not, one, the children know it. You know, they know yeah. your heart's not in it and you're not being authentic anyway. So they're going to see through that straight away. And two, you're putting yourself in a position of control. And, you know, what, what are you enforcing and, and, you know, what are you trying to do here? Like, are you trying to teach your children something you know? Um, it, 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 I know it flips it all because some people probably believe they are, but I don't. I believe we're all just unfolding things together. Like, I, I've learned so much from doing home ed, and it's not from doing Key Stage 1, 2, GCSE, and all that. It's just literally, my kids will ask me a question, and I'm like, I don't know. Let's look it up. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's what life is, right? We don't know everything just because we're adults, and they're children. Yeah. And I,
1: I love how, like, even just before we were chatting as well, you were saying... You can get a maths lesson and a science lesson and a uh,
2: culture lesson from baking a cake. 100%. Why not? Yeah. Like we, you know, we sometimes do a thing where um, we've got a globe um, and we've got um, a big world map on our kitchen wall. I think you've yes, seen it. it yeah, cause we've- yeah, yeah. We've- and that's there because I think we possibly had that even before we had kids. We definitely had the globe before we had kids because we're just interested in where stuff is. So one day we were sort of looking at the globe and we're like, oh, what's this place? And, and then we were like, oh, we could look up what they eat there. And then we could actually either go to a restaurant or we could cook what they eat there. Yeah. So you're getting, you're getting a, you know, a more sensory experience of this little place on this globe. Rather than just looking in a textbook, oh, this is this place, this is the population number, this is this, this is that... You know, we're experiencing something from 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 that place, and it's it's just looking at learning in a more curious and curious curiosity based and creative yes. based way, which yes. is more fun for you as well.
1: And for, as you say, that's how they learn, rather than right, read this, learn this. It's like it's about curiosity, <coughs> and that's what makes it fun, isn't it?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. We learn better when we're fun because our, our mind opens up to better possibilities, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And and you know what? You retain the information yes. because you've got an experience. It's not just you've looked in a book... And you know, it you know, it's dead, isn't it? There's nothing alive there. You're just I mean, they might have pictures that you might remember, but just learning facts. It's yeah. not an experience where if you're eating something that you've made and you've weighed out and you've measured and you see all the ingredients going in and then you get to eat it. I mean you can even do fractions with a cake. Come on. You cut it in half, then you cut it in quarters, then you cut it in eights. It's yeah. just I mean, literally, the mind boggles when you actually start to break down what you're learning every second. You're literally learning all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And even like, as you said, going out on a nature trail, you know, if you've got some woods or something near you, you know, you've got the trees, the different, how plants grow. You've got all of that. You can, and I think the problem is as well, as parents, we almost, well, we're not parents, but I think some parents feel that they need to know
2: it. They've got to know Yeah. And that's that is what people always say to me is how can you teach? I'm not or they'll say, Oh, I could never do that because I'm not clever enough. Yeah. And that you don't have to be, in your words, clever enough. You just have to be curious. And and then people say, Oh, but you're an artist, you're a really creative mind. And I'm like, Do you know what? All I'm doing is I'm just opening myself up to play again. Mm. um and and that's what makes me sad is that people don't have enough belief in themselves that they can't just play because that's all it is and and the learning will just come naturally because kids will ask you questions and like I said before if you don't know it we're living in the Best age ever. You can just look it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, mm. and you know, you won't undermine yourself by saying to your child, "Oh, do you know what? I don't know." I say that every day. Let's let's learn together. I mean, that empowers your child so much, right? Absolutely. And also, it also goes
1: back to what we said at the beginning. What is your uh, perception of school? If your perception of school is sit there, learn that rather than let's go out and be creative,
2: then do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what? Um, you know, when you look at the basics, I mean, I can, I can drop some names in here to look up as well, or they're in the back of my book anyway, but when you look at that system that, you know, you come in and there's a person up the front who's telling you and enforcing you to learn in a certain way at a certain time. And then the bell rings and then you go to another place and there's another person teaching you a certain thing at a certain time. What what kind of life is that setting children up for? I mean, that looks, that looks and feels like a factory to me. Um, you know, you're not necessarily learning the best way for you as a unique person and I know the population has got to the point where you know we've got loads of people but there is another way and I think we might be on the you know the verges of of finding it and I think it comes back to teachers if you let teachers teach but, you know with their passion and their authentic style coming out their personal style you'll get more out of the kids kids will understand more but let's scrap scrap exams I say all exams scrap them because when a teacher knows a kid they'll know whether they've got the information or not and yeah. because they'll know them personally and that's what they're doing this year aren't they? Instead of having grades to the GCSEs they're allowing the teachers to mark the children um, as they they feel that they yeah. what grades they get that's how it should be anyway well we were because talking these about this. people are with them yeah and
1: we were talking about what's the currency for kids nowadays oh. is grades i mean look at 16 year olds they get so anxious around yeah. that time we have yeah. so many parents reach out to us do you know what i mean even like eight or nine mm. year olds that's their currency isn't it
2: yeah and what is you're what if you're the sort of personality that gets anxious how are you going to do in that exam even though you've retained the information and you've crammed it like you used to call it cramming didn't we like yeah, that's you know, it, yeah you know just before the exam I mean what if you're the sort of personality type that gets anxious well you're gonna you're not gonna do that good are you even though you know it so it doesn't it's not even an indication on intelligence or yeah don't <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I've got qualifications coming out of my backside. But I've, never, I've <laughs> never, ever, ever been asked for, what's your qualifications? Yeah. No. Never. All the way through my fitness career, through the prison service, anything. Nobody has ever said, so Baz, what qualifications you got then? Do
2: you know why though, Baz? It's because you give off this aura of confidence and that is what children need. But I, don't, I think that's how the current system lets them down the most because they don't give them enough time to become the people that they're going to be. Um, the, other, the other question, so there's the back-to-basics question, so the question is what is learning, right, that we're covering yeah. now? Um, another question I asked myself early on is who do I want my boys to become? When I look into their future and I see them as two men, who ideally would I like them to be? Uh, you know, and some people might say, well, you know, I want them to go to university and I want them to become a doctor, a lawyer. But if that's not who they are as part of their, you know, their true spirit, their true nature, then you're enforcing your own belief on them. Do you know what I want my boys to be? I want them to be passionate about something i want them to be adventurous i want them to be like baz that they can walk in somewhere and have a conversation with you know making eye contact with another person i want them to exude confidence and self-resilience i want them to be able to self-regulate their emotions i want them to be happy in themselves so they can make other people happy yeah, and yeah. when you really look at the basic structures of, of uh, you know, of, of what you want your children to have and be, it's not really grades, is it? No. It's, no. it's personality and it's, and it's a realness about them and authenticity, which I think is lacking in our society because we've all been conditioned and programmed to believe, well, you go there and learn all your stuff. Then you've got to come home and do more learning because there's all this homework stuff. And when do you actually have time to consider who you are and what you like and, and yeah. be curious about something? And if you've got parents who, you know, haven't got time to take you to scouts or to um, exercise groups or whatever, then
1: mm-hmm.
2: you literally that's all you have. I mean, and all we're setting ourselves up for is mass rebellion or um, anxiety.
1: Mm.
2: So... <laughs> I know I'm talking a lot about freedom and I know this is going to be difficult for people because they think they're going to assume that their kids are going to run completely amok. Yeah. Yeah. I I would, I would say to people, just hold back on the control and the enforcement and just see what they do as an experiment, you know, maybe do it for 48 hours, if you will, see what they do when you let them do what they want. Yeah. And you, you might be, it, you know, it might not actually turn out what you're expecting.
1: Because I know one of the big questions that I've been asked by parents is, is how mm. how many hours a day should I be schooling my
2: kids? You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but it's because we're 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 thinking within that mindset. How many? If hours you, you if you consider. If you okay. consider the mindset that you're learning all the time, yeah. you, can't, you can't put a time frame on it. You're learning all the time. It's literally you can't not learn. Yeah. There's actually a really funny um, home education day in the calendar, and I forget what it is, but it's actually called Learn Nothing Day. Okay. And it's ironic because you can't do it. Like you're supposed to, It's a day set in the calendar that you're actually supposed to get up and learn nothing. Yeah. But, you know, by 10 o'clock in the morning, you've blown it because you've learnt something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true, true. <laughs> and I love it. It's, you know, it's a bit of a silly thing. But, you know, it's, actually, it's quite, quite deep in a way. Really? Um, yeah. There's no time. I mean, if you want to think about times, how much time are they really getting um, one-to-one at school? Not a lot. So if you're condensing some – say you're going to do some workbooks or something like that and you're going to sit with your child – um, one-to-one that's going to be far more intensive um than they'll ever get at school so I would I mean this week I mean me and, me and you guys were talking about how we're none of us can concentrate right now anyway yeah. so um I've scrapped doing all academic work at the moment in my house because we tried to sit down the other day and it just weren't happening so I'm not going to sit there and argue for half an hour what's the point in that so I'm just like right Let's just come back to it, you know, in a couple of weeks or whatever. And I know people will be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, bake a cake, draw a picture, go outside on the trampoline. Like you say, go for a walk in nature. Nature's exquisite at the moment. Everything's changing. You know, it's an amazing time to notice and observe things around you. Um, Watch a film together. Watch a history documentary together. All of that is learning. And it's, and it's deeply experienced learning and they will yes. remember spending time with you. And, yes. um, you know, and I, I had a lady text me, you know, that, that she's worried that she's got to work from home. She's got uh, her one daughter with her and, um, you know, she's worried she's going to fall behind. Yes. But this daughter is helping her around the house. She's sitting with her and um, doing her, her work with her. She's been cooking them dinner I mean, I'm like, what is she learning? She's learning community spirit. She's learning what her mum does at work all day. She's learning how to support you in that. She's, you know, she's got a passion. I think she's a really good gymnast, so she's practising that. She's not going to fall behind. No. I mean, she's actually going to find something out about herself that she possibly wouldn't have done anyway. Far more enriching. Uh, That's the perfect word, yeah. Enrichment. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Learn I
0: smart, not don't learn harder, isn't And it's it?
1: also quality over quantity as well, because sometimes people go to school or go to work. I know when I was in the police and you go to work and you're there for your shift, some days it would be like well, I'm just here because I'm here, but then some days it would be like an hour of real good quality work. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's yeah. just because you're stuck who- there five days a week from nine till half three doesn't mean so you're going to learn anything. Do you know what I mean?
2: No. Mm-hmm. No, and who's to say what they're learning is beneficial anyway? But I mean, you know, I might be getting a bit extreme. Yeah, let's yeah, just not go down that path. <laughs> so I like to this say is yes. who you know, the parents know their children so intrinsically, um, and each family will will learn in a different way. So I know that both my boys are very different. So one is an observer, he likes to watch and learn, the other one likes to, you know, get stuck in and learn. Wow. So we kind of do things to help both of those, those, yep. those different ways of learning. I'm a visual learner as well. Um, and, you know, and, it, and it's finding out parents know their children um, and you also know your family. So use what you like to do together as a family to learn stuff and just open open it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you like mountain biking, for example... Learn about the circumference of the wheel, if you want. Measure the actual wheel rather than doing it, you know, in a book. And, And work out how this bike works and you're learning physics. Yeah. You know, learn how your muscles work and what muscles are working while you're pushing your bike. Do you see how you can, yes, you can so turn much. learning into every experience? And do you know what? They'll remember it because when they're on their bike next, they'll be thinking of the muscles that are going around and how the bike's working. Yeah. They might even yeah. know the circumference of their w- their own personal bike's wheel. Um, yeah. So it's just you don't have to do anything more. You just have to become enriched in your own life and the present moment. Yeah, I mean you could even learn about how the wheel was created. Exactly. We now need, you're getting in Laura. We? We're not having kids. <laughs> we no. need to find a child so that we can do all this with. <laughs> so. do, you know do you know what though? Isn't it exciting and isn't it amazing that yeah you can look up where's rubber? What what is rubber? Yeah. What's it made of? I mean I don't know. Okay. Let's yeah. look it up. Why do and you you, you go you go what down the rubber road? path? <laughs> <laughs> you really go down the rabbit hole on everything yeah. Yeah. you know and it just op- it that's what i mean i've learned so much on yeah. this journey because kids are the best at asking like the most obscure questions yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just got to go with it. You've got it in front of you. You just
1: need to use it and not yeah. freak out that you're not doing what the school says or that you're not, you know, they're going to fall behind. They're not. They're no, going to be I, so much more enriched out of this.
0: The biggest thing around it is, am I going to do it wrong? Oh, the, the parents yeah. are, I don't know how to do it. I'm not, I'm not going to do it right, so I won't do it at all. And then they start freaking out.
2: But, but there is no right, is there? Because, you know... <laughs> <laughs> no right, no wrong learning is there no i mean can you can you learn too much mm-hmm. um, I mean... <laughs> I what,
0: the most enjoyable time for me is when i'm learning and then when i've learned something then put it into practice I yeah. think, wow that's so cool Then don't want to learn something yeah. else and i put that into practice again.
2: exactly and that's empowerment you know that that is self-realization Um, And that's what it should be like, you know. And I also think, you know, the other thing with schools, they're all crammed into these classes that are age segregated, and I don't understand that. You know, when, when we meet up as a home ed community, We never think, oh, this person's at this developmental level, this person's at this age. There's 12-year-olds with two-year-olds and they're all coming together and it's more tribal, I suppose, if you think of it in in that sense. But the elder kids help the younger kids and the younger kids help the elder kids and they're all asking questions and there's just this momentum of learning because they're all together rather than be like, well, no, you can't learn anything else because you're that age. Yeah. And I bought, I bought textbooks, my boys and I've read them and they're not enough because there's, there's a key stage one, a key stage two, and there's more information in key stage two than key stage one. But why? When the, when the kid who's doing key stage one asks a bigger question, should we then not tell them that if they're ready to learn that? Why, why is it that, you know, these developmental stages are, I mean, it's, You know, it's subscriptive learning and and it should go out the window as far as I'm concerned. But what I can say to parents is there is no wrong. They're your kids. They're your responsibility, yes. But that was the case anyway. You had them. So they're your responsibility. I'm sorry, but that's that's just what it's like. Very true. (laughs) So why not enjoy it? and learn who they are, and they can learn more about you. You could just do a whole family history project to learn about your family. Yeah. You know, why not? Um, it really is an opportunity to question everything about your life and find out. I mean, people might even work out that they love working from home with their kids about. They might more never want to go back to school. Who knows? There you go. But, um, Shall I go over some tips? Yes, please. please. So we're going to have some. So, So what are these tips for, Lizzie? So, well, they're a mixture really of just mainly. I was thinking of an emotional, you know, balance perspective. Yeah. From um, the parents and the and the kids' perspective. So. Obviously, it's different depending on the age of your kids to a certain extent, because if they're very little, like nursery, you know, to, to young primary school, they are going to be on you all the time as, as they are. And that can be quite intense. So um, I've got one tip that I'd like to give in, in that. Respect, which is really practical. Okay. So I, I did this with my boys ever since they were tit- little. I wouldn't have all their toys out at one time. Right. So I would have a big plastic box and I would go round and I'd pick um, a big coll- collection of toys and I'd put them away in a cupboard so they didn't know they were there. And the reason behind that is because it keeps things new and it keeps things exciting. So if little children have all of their toys out to play with all the time, you know they're they're just going to get bored so if you actually go around maybe when they're asleep one night and take some and put them away don't let them they won't even notice probably unless they're their favorites i wouldn't do that (laughs) 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 you know just a gathering of toys put them away and don't mention them again for a week and then a week's time when maybe you can wait actually until they're a little bit niggly or they're really on you and you just need a bit of a a, you know a bit of time for yourself you say oh I know I've got a box of toys would you like to see them and you get this big box of toys they're they're toys they've had before you yes. see their little faces they're so excited and it's like they're all new again and then I would like swap them over yeah So I do that and you know you just save it for I call it a cloudy day when maybe you're having a bit of a you know a hormonal day or you're you know you're just feeling not yourself yeah. Get things like that out have some new things that they've never seen before, because what that does is it gives you a time out yeah. as a parent, you can sort of just sit back and not be so involved and just let them, let them do the do. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, on their own a little bit. And um, the other thing with time out, I never do time out with my kids. I go on time out. I love um, this. It. Nice. I've never done time. I tried to do time out, and it, it just failed completely. And you just end up running around trying to just oh, it's just a nightmare. And everyone gets upset, and it's just not worth it. So if if um, you know the shit's hitting the fan, as it were, and you and you need a bit of time out, take your time out. Go and get a coffee or a tea. Take your book. Just say to them, I need some space. I'm a person and I need some space. And just go, go into another room or whatever and, and just chill for a bit. Um, a really good tip as well is to do some visualisation at that moment. Do some breath work. You Do some nice deep breaths. Visualise what you want, how you want it different. And feel grateful for your children and feel grateful for your life because, you know, our lives are amazing even though, you know, we can get very stressed out with them. And um, On that same point, another tip is rest and sleep. Um, You guys know, you know, you can exercise to get a little bit more physically tired. Um, You can use meditation techniques, yoga. Um, I would do a bedtime routine for the whole family, not just the children. I'd get some lavender. I'd make sure the lights go down. I'd come off your iPads. You know, especially in this time of crisis when emotions are really elevated um if no one's sleeping as well if the children aren't sleeping and you're spending hours trying to get them to sleep let them sleep with you i mean i don't understand people's hang up about co-sleeping i really don't i co-sleep with my kids well they'll be embarrassed for me to say how long it was a long time you know um just as long as everyone gets sleep, it doesn't matter where you sleep, surely, especially yeah. in this time when people are, you know, people, kids are scared, people are scared, just get some sleep. Even if they fall asleep watching TV, does it really matter? You yeah. can always carry them into their bed. Yeah. Um, One thing I learned early on is having regular healthy snacks available um, just throughout the day, because obviously you're not used to being with yourselves all the time. Just have something in the fridge, maybe cut up some carrots and cucumbers and bananas, something that you can just give them. So to avoid the hangry episodes or everyone getting, you know, the blood sugar's dropped and everyone gets like, yeah. um, So just little sandwiches cut up ready. So everyone gets little healthy snacks throughout the day. Um, And the other thing really the big one is to keep communicating with each other Mm -hmm. and everyone in the family needs to be able to speak their truth about what's happening even the littlest ones you know the one two year olds they need time and they need you to be conscious about they need to communicate how they're feeling. Um, so I think it's a really good idea for you to have a little bit of one-on-one time with each child in the family and just say, look, do you, are you worried about anything? How are you feeling about what's happening? Um, and just communicate with them because they, if they feel that they're not getting heard, you know, it's going to come out in behaviour. Um, And they might be just worried about schoolwork that, you know, and they don't want to do it, but they feel that they're going to be behind. So just hearing you say, look, do you know what? At the moment, it really doesn't matter. Let's all just concentrate on being happy and healthy. It will take the the burden off their back as well. So just communicate, you know, with each other. Um, Parents communicate with each other. Ask for help from your partner. If, you know, we're living in a world now, you know, it's not, you know, male and female, it, you know, we're, t- we're in it together. It's a team effort. So, you know, if, if either partner you feel is not pulling their way, then ask them to do more. Just say, look, I need your help here
1: yeah.
2: um, and communicate. Um, I think it's a time for families to rebond and to find themselves again and, you know, try and live in the present moment because time is now on your side. I would actually advocate... Um, Taking the clocks off the wall. I know it sounds a bit crazy, but why not? I mean, eat when you're hungry. Like you know, go outside. I mean, what you've got no time now. Just you know, just I I do that quite often. I everyone laughs at me because nearly every clock in my house has a different time on it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, (laughs) here ours is not. Yeah. Because I just don't live by the construct of time unless I'm working when I've got to have an appointment or something. Yeah, but kids, yeah. don't, kids don't look at the time and say, oh, it's lunchtime, breakfast time, whatever. They just live in the present moment. So just that's an amazing project just to do that. Just cover all the clocks up tomorrow and live, live in the moment. That would yeah, be why not? Um, and let the, kids, let the kids come up with ideas of what to do as well. Why do parents assume that they've got to come up with all these ideas? Yeah. Kids are boundless, full of ideas. Just ask them. Yeah, I love I, it. I love that idea. Yeah, that is yeah. a good idea. I think the thing
1: is as well, like, you know, we as parents, again, I haven't got
2: kids, but however, I've, I've coached lots of people with kids. Yeah, you are You are a parent.
0: 100% you're a parent. Well, <laughs> what are you trying to say, Lizzie?
1: <laughs> but I think also the thing is, you know, We're so like, oh my gosh, this is all falling to pieces. I want normality for my child. I want them to not feel like it's affected them, but it has. And they're going to have little emotions themselves. Like They're not seeing their friends, all this kind of stuff. And by you trying to make it normal and control the situation... Man, that's just going to make it worse for
2: them, isn't it? And you know what? Kids are too insightful for that. They'll see straight through it. They do. And then that worries them even more because they're like, well, why is mummy pretending that everything's cool and it really isn't? Yeah. You know, it's much better to give them the information on a level of their understanding. I mean, you don't have to tell everything if you don't feel like it. But, um, I mean, I tagged someone, there's a guy called Kerwin Ray. Do you follow him on online? He's an Australian guy. He's um, a business guru, but he's a a single dad. And he just summed it up perfectly the other day. Um, you know, tell them if they ask you a question, answer honestly, but within their frame of understanding, um, because otherwise you're just not being genuine, um, and you can't hide this. I mean, this is huge. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. but it could, it could turn out to have major positives for your family. Um, because we're, all we're doing is we're cracking open the paradigm of how we're living and it, it's an, ex- you know, a time to examine what's not working for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very true. And I know it's being forced upon you, but do you know what, you know, like when we do our therapy work, sometimes things are forced upon us and, and it's in that moment of chaos that actually you find clarity on the other side because we, you know, our mindset is broken open and then we get to actually put it back how we want it rather than just this program that we've been running. Yeah. And that goes for everything, doesn't it? One other thing
1: on your tips that you said that I loved is that when the boys are going at it and they're arguing, you go instead of putting them on a timeout, you go, "I'm on a timeout. I'm going. I'm a person. I need to." (laughs) That's going to make them stop and go. What? Oh Oh, Oh, boy, does it? It does. What have we done? And it questions emotions and how their behaviour impacts other people. Yeah, that's so powerful. I think
2: you know that's something that I learn quite early on. That what I would do if I get in, if they were scrapping. I mean, they're two really quite boisterous boys. They were even more so when they were younger. Actually, They're, they're a little bit more emotionally sort of. They understand what's going on a little bit more, especially the el- the elder one now because he's eleven. But when they were little, little they would proper go at it, and then I'd get in there and try and drag this one over here and say, "Stop it, stop it!" And then they just... And then I realised one day I was fueling the fire. Yeah. And the moment that I said, Do "You know what? I'm I'm not partaking in this anymore. I don't want to see it anymore. I'm going out in the garden." They were like. <laughs> <laughs> Because I stopped with the attention. I gave it no attention and I walked away. And yeah. they just followed me out. Well, where are you going? What are you doing? You know, they stopped instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so- I just. I- I just do it ever since now because they've got to learn how to sort that out themselves as well. And I really wasn't helping the situation because I was putting, like you say, my emotions in there and stirring it all up some. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Mums and dads go on a timeout. Go (laughs) go on a timeout together. Have a cup of coffee together. Why not? Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I have a timeout for you and you're having a man. Okay, Barry, I'm not listening to this. And every, I every I single
0: morning when she gets up it's Barry I'm not listening to this
1: <laughs> I love it Lizzie this has been absolutely epic I've loved it and it's been oh, such a um how can our guys learn more about you you've got a book Um, you yeah, know how can they my book.
2: Let's show it. off my book yes yeah. in this one so this is Book. It's it's actually it's not a a really long read. It's a really quick, easy read, and that's how I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, it starts with me finding out I'm pregnant. Um, with Rufus. That's the first chapter. Okay. Um, and it and it goes through, and it's very much our own personal story, but it opens up to um how I think therapeutically as well. So there's a lot of emotional well-being. Um, tips and you know practical things to, to, to do in learning there there's a little bit about um, education and learning but it really is just the book of you know you're sitting there and you're panicking about what you what you've undertook what you've undertaken and just if you're going like what do I do this is why I wrote this in the beginning um, and it's the book that I wish I'd had Um, But like I say, it's quite quite a quick, easy read. People say it's funny. People, uh, uh, you know, I've had amazing feedback from people, and people have started home educating straight after reading it. No, Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to start a revolution here. No, no, (laughs) well, maybe maybe just a revolution of mind, you know, (laughs) and self. Um, But you know, just my biggest thing is to choose your own life. Like we have the power to choose our own life. Now we're living in a world. We don't have to follow anymore if you really don't want to. And, and, you know, just find out what, what makes you tick and do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and this is available on Kindle as well. For, I think it's 3 99 Kindle. It's really affordable. Nice. Um, the, the 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 paper version has my little drawings in it. Let me try and find it. So it's, it's cute. This one I, I've actually – hang on, let me find another one quickly. Um, so the first bit is that it's a map you can see it's a cute little map and it's got our tyre swing on it it's got a yeti because we all became obsessed about learning about yetis for months and months once so he's on there and that's that's the map of the chapters and each chapter has their own little drawing love it wow oh wow you want the, this copy but the kindle copy's got everything in it and um, apart from the drawings and it's a quick easy read you could eat you could read it in an evening or two evenings and oh. um i i wrote it really to help people and i just like i say i just i just can't believe that now my audience is global really and and so quick yeah and, and, and needing help and guidance so i just hope you know my voice gets through to some people just to choose your own life yeah i love and it even if it's for the short term <laughs> <laughs> and lizzie if people
1: mm. um, want to know more or they i mean have you got um, a website
2: or an email or anything like that at all um i've got the unschooled life has got its own facebook profile Lovely. Um you can Find me on Facebook um, under my name, Lizzie Gamble. I'm doing lots of live meditations for people and children at the moment um, to help in this crisis as well. Um, and, yeah, I think it's probably best just to find me on social media right now. My Instagram is Lizzie Tattoo. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on there as well. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. Thank yeah, you thank so much,
1: you. for coming you. and I'm sure everybody uh, listening on Facebook, whether it's recorded, uh, you know, now what is is you know thanking you as well. Do you know what I mean? And it's been it's been well really enlightening for me. I, I found it really so beautiful.
0: so interesting. And we, no,
1: have, it, I'm not tempted
2: to have a kid. No. Lizzie. <laughs> to this I have to say. You, know what? you can always borrow one of mine. I, everybody, says <laughs> I just said, Laurie you
0: can lend my child if
2: you like
1: i know well, can you imagine what we teach them oh it's probably not worth it actually it's no.
2: <laughs> <He's in>. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: lizzie is there anything else that you want to say or anything else that we've missed um, that you think would be valuable
2: Just, you know, just I really believe that this is not a time for schooling. This is a time to wrap yourself up in love and appreciation for who you all are and your kids and just love them. Just love them because they're incredible and and you know that's why you had them right yeah just, just give them lots of love and um, get lots of love back awesome and that's my message <laughs> oh thank you well um uh, one lady here
1: kathy says thank you so much it's been what i've needed to hear awesome Oh, good. which is amazing so yeah worth it awesome thank you going. so much lizzie <laughs> we're gonna stop the facebook live stream now um okay. but guys thank you so much for watching we really do appreciate it
0: Thanks for listening in guys and if you found this useful please just support us by leaving a review and leaving some comments on iTunes and on Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook with the Rock Solid Health and this is what we aim to do. We want to grow this community to support like-minded people so they can become happy and healthy. Hey, hey.